With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new Bubble Campus Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Kawild. With me, as always... From his home studios in downtown Burbank. It's Burbank Hank, everyone. Toot toot! Man, I'm excited to be back on the Clipcast. We've been watching some fun games. Basketball's back, baby, and what a blast it's been. I prefer bubble basketball. I like it. Obviously, I want to be there live, but sure. I, I, for a many, many years, wouldn't shut up about how much I hate Staples Center because it's not our gym. No, it's not. It's the L.A. Kings home ice. It's the L.A.L. Words home gym, and it ain't ours. And Doc Rivers did an amazing thing covering up the purple and gold nonsense <laughs> banners and yes. what's-her-name's record catch. I think Taylor Perry. What's the girl's name? Tyler Perry. Nope. Matthew Perry. Nope. She's a pop singer, and she has a banner in Staples Center. She sings what? about feelings. What? Taylor Taylor Swift Swift has a banner in Staples Center. No, she doesn't. You you wouldn't know it because Doc Rivers covers it up. She has a banner in Staples, not Jay-Z, not Kanye, not Beyonce. Taylor Swift has a banner in Staples Center. Cripes on the crops. Taylor Swift has a banner in the stupid Lakers gym. The only reason I say the L word in this scenario is because... It's so stupid of them to allow a Taylor Swift banner in their home gym, something we would never do. Taylor Swift will never have a banner at the Clippers Arena of England. No. Ever. No. She, she certainly will, doesn't have I a assume, banner in the bubble. I assume the only people that will have banners at the new Clippers Ball Sack Arena will basically Palmer be— Sports Access Spor- Center, yes. It'll, yes, it'll be—that's right. It will be sporting athletes, computer programmers— and tech entrepreneurs will be the only people who have banners hanging at our new Staples facility. So many entrepreneurs. So many entrepreneurs. There will be a Clippers 2020 championship banner with a massive, next to it, a massive asterisk banner. And the asterisk will be for the basketball was better that year in the bubble because no, there's you no love riffraff. It. I prefer you love it. it. And listen, man. If I have to look- watch... A game on television. I'd rather watch a campus bubble game on television. There, I said it. Well, I do really enjoy the basketball being back at all. I mean, it's difficult for me to compare what's going on now to a regular season, a regular postseason, because the world has been turned onto its ear. And so I'm just loving it. And I love that Draymond Green, our old hated enemy from the Golden State Warriors, says we're the best team. Out there right now because we have so many. It's different like Lex lineups. Luthor saying that Superman is the best superhero. It's the or same it's more thing. Specific, it's more specifically the hate as us. if wait, wait, wait. It's more specifically as if Lex Luthor said that the Justice League of America was the best team 
of heroes or villains because he's specifically <laughs> saying that the thing that makes us so great yes. is that we have so many lineups. And the big knock on right. the Clippers this season and in the bubble, by the way, has been all these different lineups that Doc has been trying, except, oops, that's what you do in the playoffs. The team that can adapt the best to different types of teams wins in the postseason. So you can shout all you want about teams that have great stars, like, for example, the Lakers, who have two great stars. But if you only have one lineup you can bring out onto the court, you are limited. And the Clippers have myriad lineups, or you can also say a myriad of lineups. Means limitless lineups. They have limitless lineups, and we saw it in action when we beat the hungry Need to win Portland Trailblazers, who have only lost twice in the bubble. And Dame Lillard missed his free throws late, which sent Pat Beverly into the greatest hysterics I've ever it seen. Was very on the funny. Sideline. His sideline. I'm so glad he's on our team, man. I'm so glad that Pat level. Beverly is ours. Oh, Lord. We would hate him if he played for another team. He's obnoxious, and I love him. Now, that being said, his level of obnoxiousness, I think, supersedes that. So, I got into a conversation with some basketball heads tonight earlier. Pat Beverly, I I don't remember hating him when he was on Houston because at the end of the day, he there's only one Pat Beverly. Now, obviously, I just absolutely love him because he's ours and he's been ours for several seasons now. Yes, but I don't. But maybe I also have like rose-colored glasses looking back in the past. I don't believe I ever hated Pat Beverly like I hate Draymond Green. Like well, you they were hate not a Clay rival. Thompson. They were they were not a rival of ours, and so I don't think they were ever a I team. I mean, Houston that- did put me through the worst experience I've ever had at Staples Center when we were, you know, up three games to two, looking like we're going to the Western Conference Finals, and then we couldn't yeah. score for twenty five minutes, and that was Houston. I and I get I guess I don't know Pat maybe the, maybe the Houston L.A. Lights. Rockets. Maybe the L.A. lights have made us saltier. I would love any of our listeners to go onto our Twitter right now and tell us if he's always been this way. Obviously, he's very real and has always been very real. So I'm not saying he has changed, but has being on, first of all, being a team that was so maligned and slandered and then having a chance to be an underdog under the bright lights and then now being a contender, have those things made him saltier? And louder. No, I think he's. I think he's just as salty and a junkyard dog as ever. Although, I, 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 I maybe he does. Maybe there is a point to what you're saying, Hank. And he is exponentially or saltier and junkyard doggier because he is on the fan and enemy favorite Los Angeles Clippers, who are not the most dominant bubble team. That title belongs to the Phoenix Suns, who are yeah. playing for their lives, have won seven out of seven, only have one more game, and look at the team above them. The Memphis Grizzlies, who were eight and now have slipped to nine, have lost six of seven. Oh, it's so interesting. The bubble is so interesting. But speaking of interesting bubble stuff. Wait a second. Are you going to talk tonight, Are you going to talk about Devin Booker and his romance with uh, – uh, with what's her name, uh, Kardashian? Are you going to talk about that? Wait, no, is that what why? you're talking did about? They, did they sneak a Kardashian into the bubble? Oh, Kendall, J- Kendall Jenner, and uh, and uh, what's his name? I just finished. I just said it. A Booker, Devin Booker, are, are, are flirting on the social media. They're flirting. They got flirt flirts going. Hey, I they're Kendall Instagram Jenner flirts. Jenner used to date Blake Griffin. I hung out with her one night with Blake and DeAndre. I talked about it on the show. I think last time. 
No, I wasn't going to talk about Kendall Jackson and her delicious family of vineyards and her and Julian Gallo or whatever I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, Charles Shaw. I'm really all over the place Jenner tonight. Please forgive me. I want to talk about the fact that here we go. Clippers Nuggets tonight. Winner is the two seed, basically. Yeah. I mean, look, if Denver does beat us, which they're not going to because – they really tried to lose to the L word, and they did. They didn't even have any of their studs, and meanwhile, the Lakers were throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, at the Nuggets to grab a last-second W. Which, P.S. They've only done three times in the bubble. They're three and four. They've got one game left. The last bubble regular season slash seeding games is Friday. Then we have the weekend off, which is crazy before NBA playoffs basketball on Monday. So. Hank, do you think the Nuggets want to play the Jazz and are going to just play their bench versus us tonight? Do you think it's a playoff preview and you're going to see some real playoff kind of caliber basketball? What do you think we see tonight from both teams? Oh, you know, I'm not a tank guy, and there's been so much talk in this bubble. You're Burbank Hank. You're not Hank the Tank. Not Burbank, not Burbank Tank. Not Tank Hank or Hank Tank. Uh, Sometimes Hank the Tank. tank. Big Bank Hank, you've called me before. Um, Oh, many times. I'll tell you what I hope. Um, I hope that we're going to see them play full strength or strength, and I hope that we're going to play full strength because I think that the Nuggets are really exciting. I think that they're super deep. Um, I, I think that they, like, Michael Porter Jr. is a guy that when he gets hot has a beautiful shot, and I'd love to see, I would just love to see us defend against Michael Porter Jr. I'd like to see us line up against their great lineup. They have a great bench. We have a great bench. Um Porter's a guy that here's an issue can be for us defending a shooter that gets hot. Porter is a guy who, when he gets hot, can get really hot. Um, So, I mean, personally, I would love to see these two teams play each other and really play each other. That said, um, I I wouldn't mind it if they tanked because I just want us to get wins. And at this point, a win is a win. Did you see the bowl, bowl? Did you see the bowl, bowl, coast to coast? Hail Mary pass for the layup with Plumley, just really great. They're they're fun, I don't man. They're know a very why you team. would want to play Utah Jazz. Oh no, over the Dallas Mavericks. No, no, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want. But to. I guess Utah. I'm looking at Utah's bubble record, and they're two and five. So maybe that's why they literally said, "Hey, LeBron. Hey, Anthony Davis." We're going to put our bench in in the fourth quarter. Can you please just beat us so we can play the stupid jazz, you bunch of dumb jerks? LeBron literally needed to, like, put his son in there to get that W the other night. I think the Clippers are going for the jugular, and we're going to see a playoff dress rehearsal for the first three quarters. And then, depending on what the score is and what the pace of the game is, we'll see what happens. My hope, of course, is that, there is some merit to this basketball heads theory that the Nuggets really are gunning for the Jazz because they've got a cushion but between them and number four in the Houston Rockets, and there's a game-and-a-half cushion between them and the Clip show. So the nice thing is there is no tie, right? If we were to hypothetically lose versus the Nuggets and then hypothetically lose versus the Thunder, we could slip down to the three, and people yeah. are saying there's no such thing as home court advantage, obviously. And who really cares, especially in that 2-3, because Utah is playing so poorly. I just like the fact that we have 
beat the Dallas Mavericks every single time we've played them. We have beat them every time. So I want to match. I want and I and you know me. I want to be the two seed. I want to go in where we've never gone before and we are the favorites and I'd love to win out. That bench win versus Portland was one of my favorite all-time Clipper Ws. The fans went nuts. We went nuts. It was great. Pat Beverly went nuts. It was great. And it's so good to see Landry Shamit contributing. It's so great to see yes. Marcus Morris Jr. Yes. contributing. Listen, man. Zubats there, there's had a perfect game the other night. 20 points, 15 rebounds. In less than 30 minutes, he was 10 for 10. He yeah, buddy. And you listen, field you, goal. You also said to me one time, because I don't watch a ton of baseball, I had a really great experience at a baseball game where I sat with a Seattle Mariners fan who literally was brought up scoring games like an old man on a scorecard and watched a Dodgers game with him and realized, oh, you have this game. If you don't really understand this game, you're not really getting this game. Uh, but you love baseball. And you said to me one time about baseball uh, the, that you, you sort of can see the hottest team going into the playoffs is the team that goes to the World Series. Like that's sort of the deal with with baseball the hottest the wild team, card team can actually win it all yeah if they're the hottest team uh and truthfully uh, we're, we're we may be seeing some of that we may be seeing some of the hottest teams coming in at the right time and winning and taking it all the way through the hottest team could I would really love win. a best team last scenario specifically for phoenix suns to win out to oh, win the yeah. wild card they're fun and then they're to fun beat the Lakers. Yeah. Now listen, man. The La- the Lakers also. Listen. This is a Clippers podcast, so I don't feel nervous to say this: that the Lakers fan base is an entitled fan base. Oh, um, the worst. They, and, and it's an entitled team. Now they feel as though because they are the one seed that they deserve to be given all this respect, and the Clippers as the two seed are somehow pretenders to the throne. Now, to be fair, we don't have any rings, and so I'm ne- never going to I'm never ever going to argue with a Lakers fan over which franchise has more wins. But sure. truthfully, truthfully, um, how many games did, how many how many games did Paul George and Kawhi Leonard play together this season? Can you remind me of that rough figure? Sure, like about 35-40. Yeah, so so um, is that how many games that LeBron James and Anthony Davis were both healthy? No, no, much more, much, so, much so, more. So I just think that there, I think that any team, first of all, can come in and win and can come in and win out. And also, we have been dismantled by the Suns. Like Devin sure. Booker is no joke. And if LeBron and AD are not playing great, or if they are being stopped by a team, they can lose. The Lakers can lose, man. Like they really Dude, can. The NBA they really, they, would. The NBA would crap themselves if oh, the they'd Phoenix be bummed. Suns they'd be bummed. But the, the Lakers, the, the Lakers, Conference Finals to lose look, to the Clippers. The Lakers can lose to almost any team that could make the playoffs. And man, you, the game that we've talked about many times on the cast already this season, the Peja Stojakovic game, where we saw him playing for I want to say Charlotte, and we sat courtside and we're heckling him and saying, "You used to be able to make threes, Peja. Used to could. And you used and to. And then he made like, and then he made like six threes Three in, in the game and kept looking at us in our general right. direction. We're like, and we kept screaming, we're sorry. We're sorry. Like, <laughs> please stop. Please. We stop. What's European for? We get it. This is off the top. That's right. This is off the top of my head, but I want to say that Dame Lillard, since he missed those free throws and we heckled the blazers has gone 51 right. and 61. Are those, are those his point totals for the next two games? Is that possible? And they're like, both W's. 
They're both W's. He's and it's going to be Portland. It's going to be Portland versus Phoenix for that wild card, and it's going to be a slobber knocker. And whoever gets out of that is going to be ready to eat the L word. They are ready to eat the L word, and I yeah, can't I mean wait. it's gonna. It I cannot really wait. Monday good. is playoff basketball, Hank, and I think playoff bubble basketball is going to be spectacular. These guys have nothing else to do other than play basketball. There's no one in their way. They can throw themselves out of bounds without worrying about hitting someone's beer or cell phone or leg or folding chair or expensive pointy camera. All of this stuff has been cleared, and they're playing like small gym, exciting, knock-you-down, drag-it-out, hit-every-damn-three-you-can-in-the-building basketball. It is excellent hoops. Like I said, if I have to watch NBA basketball on television, if I can't be there live, I prefer bubble basketball. If I yeah, man, get, look, I, look, want, buddy, I want, to, I want I him also, to give up, I want him to play normal so I can we can go back to the games like normal. I, I want that. Obviously. Of course, of course. But I am. Of course, but it's not happening. It's not happening. No, it's there not. are literally individual teams in baseball that might ha- fall the same fate that uh, MLS has fallen, where they literally just say, "Sorry, Cardinals, you don't get a season." Um, but the truth is, the Clippers. If you look at a, p- a potential as things fall right now. We might be the team that gets their asses kicked the least in the first round of the playoffs because Lakers Blazers could be brutal. Rockets Thunders could, Thunder could be amazing. Nuggets Jazz could be a slugfest, and we could walk right through the maps. We really could. Uh, like we crazy. could actually get some rest. I mean, and also, I mean, Nuggets Clippers. The Nuggets could. I mean, look at the Jazz. Right? They they're they're two and five in the bubble. They're clearly falling apart. The Nuggets could kind of waltz in in four or five. The Clips could literally sweep the Mavs as they have all season long. And then all of a sudden, that round two Joker versus Kawhi. Woo-wee! Oh, that's nice. That is prime time, baby. Yeah, you that's know, all, nice. Look, all I want, and I've said this many times, we've only the last time the Clippers won a playoff series in less than seven was 2006, and you were there, Hank, when was. the Los Angeles Clippers beat the Denver Nuggets you were in the building for it. That's the last time it happened. That was 14 years ago, for crying out loud. Good Lord. 14 years. Seven of those years, half of the years, we're going to the playoffs. And every single time, the only time we advance out of the first round is in seven. And we always get beat in the second round. So we have to do what we've never done. Enter as the two seed. Never been done. Do what we've never done in 14 years. Win in less than seven. Hell, if we sweep a series, we've never done that. So that's brand new. And then, of course, the apple in my eye win that round two, best of seven in less than seven. And there we go to that plum plum conference finals versus Portland or Phoenix. Now, wait a second. Let's go back a step. Let's just go back a quick Please. step because you Please. understand you understand the seedings. And the playoff picture a little bit clearer than I do as far as the math goes. Obviously, obviously, if we now we're talking about uh, tonight's game, right? If we win, we are locked in at the two seed. Come hell or high water. But if we lose, can we beat the Thunder on Friday and still get the two seed, or is that it? Yes, but I yes we can. So we still have a shot if we don't win tonight. We still have a shot if we beat the Thunder. Correct? Yes. Yes. 
That's because man, because man, let's talk correct. about the let's talk about the Thunder for a second. Obviously, it's got some of our favorite former Clippers on it. Um, Shea Gorgeous, who we, everyone still continues to lament that we let go of such a young piece of potential for two superstars. Uh, so right. dumb. It's so dumb. But I loved him too. I really did love him, um, especially because our last great young point guard prospect um, fell. Sean Livingston fell in such an ugly way. I think a lot of people emotionally connected to Shea. You know, that's Personally, I never really I made that. Of that. Um, I never really made that connection. Shea and Sean are very similar, very long point guards. That is a yeah. very astute. You never felt that. You never felt like some of your. No, I, I, to him I was... did subconsciously, and yeah, I didn't that's realize what I'm saying. it. Yeah, that's but I'll what tell I'm you saying. honestly, and maybe that's why I never got super attached to Slink because I watched Sean Livingston break. So maybe that's why I was like, I can't let this, I can't let this sweet boy get too But listen, close. man, I got, I got, I had a, I had a hard realization today that made me yeah. yell, made me yell out. I was working out in my, I was working out in my office, feel think, the burn, looking at the, looking at the stats, feeling the burn on sure, the elliptical, sure. and all of a sudden, Getting like a punch on. in the stomach, I realized something. Boom. Because my What's first that? thought was, oh, man, who cares about who cares about the Thunder? We all know Chris Paul falls apart physically in the playoffs. Except, guess what? <laughs> He has not played a full season of season of basketball. We might actually see for the first time since he became a Clipper, we might actually see Chris Paul healthy through a playoffs. And the That's last true. time we saw his injuries hobble a team, pardon the expression, he ba- they was basically when Houston had their foot on the throat of the Golden State Warriors and he got injured and they lost that series. So now I'm getting nervous. I'm a little worried about right, Chris well- Paul. Let's talk about all the possible potentials for the rest of this season moving into the playoffs because you bring up a very good point, Hank. CP3 might actually be healthy for multiple rounds of playoff basketball. And I would be, listen, I'd butt. be happy for him because it's I'm not sure. happy for any player oh, dude, who's a well, glass jar. Ne- look, here's the thing. We're, unl- we're not going to face CP3 Unless it's the conference finals, and then hey, guess what? We're dancing the streets every day because we're in the conference finals. And How so amazing are all would it be to beat buddies. him in the conference finals? So here's Ooh. the deal. I'm gonna dial. I'm gonna dial it back a couple uh, paragraphs ago. <laughs> okay. I know Cl- I jumped Clippers ahead there. Nuggets. I got real excited. Clippers Nuggets cannot tie. Why? Because not everyone is playing 82 games. Not everyone is playing 72 games. So the Clippers right now, as it stands, right this moment, before Nuggets Clippers tip off later tonight, they have played 70 total games. The Nuggets have played 71 total games. So let's just talk about every possible thing that could happen. Let's start with the worst. The worst-case scenario is... Nuggets win versus the Clippers tonight. Then Mm. Nuggets win their eighth and final seeding game versus who gives a crap. Clippers lose tonight versus Denver. Then they lose Friday night versus Oklahoma City. Again, worst case scenario. Now we finish the season at 47 and 25. And the Denver Nuggets are the two seed winning out at 48 and 25. Now, that being said, the Nuggets have a lot to do to have to win two and have the best team in the bubble lose two. All right. So that's the worst case scenario. Okay. Here's the other scenarios. We win tonight. Boom. No matter what happens, 
on Friday night versus Chris Paul and Danilo Gallinari and Slink Shake Gorgeous Alexander. We are the two seed no matter what. So, LA Clippers win tonight. We're the two seed. LA Clippers win on Friday night versus OKC and lose versus Denver tonight. We are still the two seed. Oh, so we're going to be the two seed. We're not going to drop both of these games. And, we and it would be, exactly. We just it would need to win be, one out of two games. And we've yeah, never yeah. lost two in a row in the bubble. And we w- lost, and then wouldn't won, it be great? Then lost, then won, then won, then lost. Yes. Yeah. And wouldn't it be great to watch our Clippers play the first high stakes must win game we've seen them play since Paul George and Kawhi Leonard joined the team. I mean, other than that opening night victory over the Lakers, you could honestly well, I mean, argue that the, the last thing, time Hank. the Clippers were playing for their life was versus the Golden State Warriors last season before we got these guys. Like we've yet to really see what happens when these right, guys when are the desperate line. And they care. And I'm so excited to see what happens, how they elevate. I mean, we just saw Zubats, you know, Play a last week go perfect. Game. Go perfect. <laughs> like, these and guys are course, skilled. And Trez is back. Trez could play on Friday, dude. No. Sorry to say, really? dude. Yeah, he could play dude. on Friday. Oh, I didn't know that. That's I think he fantastic. could. I think he uh, could. That's be my better. understanding. He's got to get a couple quarters in maybe before the playoffs. Maybe it's next Friday. Wait a second. Maybe it's next Friday. Didn't he just get back to the bubble? When did he get back in the bubble? No, I, I think, think he, he could got play. Back two days ago, yesterday or two days ago. And it's ten days. But before yeah, you he have can to play. Is that? Is it ten days? Because if it's ten days, it ain't Friday. That's for sure. No, no. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought that I'd read that Zubats. I mean that uh, Trez could be in as early as Friday. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope that you're right, and I hope that Trez is available on Friday. But regardless, Hank, we got to get one of these next two, if not both of these next two, but we just got to get one to lock in that two seed. Now, to play devil's advocate, worst case scenario, we fall both of those games. Somehow, Denver decides to get their act together and go out on a tear, and they win both their games. Now we are the three seed, and they are the two seed. Don't worry. Don't cry for me, Argentina, because that means you play the lowly Utah Jazz who have literally lost five out of their last six bubble games, and they are a bunch of bums. I think Utah Jazz, isn't that Mike Conley's team now? Who cares? So looking (laughs) forward, okay? Looking forward. If we are the two seed, which is what is most likely going to happen, and we'll know tonight... Or we won't, but with that W, lock it in. We're the two seed. Then we will 100%, no margin of error, play the Dallas Mavericks in the first round, who we are Which I loved. We, we own them. And P.S., and P.S., according to ClutchPoints.com, which I just located online, L.A. is hoping to get Montrez Harrell back on the court with Lou Williams and his gang in Friday night's seeding game finale against the Thunder. He will have completed Wonderful. his quarantine process by then. So, and this Boom. is and this, and this is a like, dude. I keep saying, dude, what happened to me tonight? Am I Bill and Ted's? Um, this is when, when you were working is, out. Were you working out like in a phone booth, traveling through time? No, but I was wearing a shirt with cut off sleeves, and I kept talking about my gains and yelling, "Bro, bro!" So who knows? Uh, this really Most is a situation. Most Hank. You're you're talking about a player filled with emotion who's coming in and and this clutch points article that i read earlier today that is where i got the uh the information 
Lou Williams is quoted as sort of saying, man, basketball is the place where we do what we do. I mean, this is all paraphrase. This is not quotes. We basically said, like, this is where we go to work out our life stuff. And so the suggestion from Lou Williams was, here comes Montrez, who's been through something very emotional. And my takeaway is Montrez Harrell is the most emotional player that we have on a team filled with emotional players. Like, who knows what this is going to be? He might literally go bananas on the first team that he faces up against, and then also the rest of them. It's all coming to fruition. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am so excited. (gasps) And of course, of course, (laughs) we don't get to see it live. Of course. Of course. Dude, we we spent so much time early That's karma. That's not karma. That's... That's the yin versus the yang, my friend. That Dude, is the look, yin. You get have, the yin of the sweet, buying, sweet victory. We talked about buying ski goggles so that we could be in the locker room showered <laughs> in champagne. We we have to remember those goggles, Hank. We have we, got, got to us, remember the ski goggles. goggles. Champagne uh, you know, and, and listen, foam blindness is real, and it is for life. There, there's you another. Can't see. We, we also have pieces. Not only do we have pieces that are hitting their stride at exactly the right time, But because those pieces are hitting their stride at exactly the right time, we have players that are fresh who have, you know, who have long NBA careers and experience. Like, let's please not forget about Joe Kim Noah, who, as far as I know, is not injured. He's just not getting minutes because uh, because Vija Zubats is playing great. But then also Jermichael Green has sort of fallen into a strong five for us. And by the way. Mm-hmm. Jamaica is like top eight in the bubble in three point shots made. Dude, J Mike. I want to say he's I want to be, I want to be like J Mike. Dude, he's eighth from three and he's playing in the five. And, and so I what cannot that means wait. is Joe Kim Noah is literally waiting to come and crush. We haven't even touched he, him. No, we have like once. He saw a couple minutes in a couple games. He he had big minutes in game one and then literally kind of disappeared ever since. But because J. Mike is playing so lights out, and I cannot wait 25, 30 years from now for the J. Mike Last Dance-like documentary, it's going to be epic. It's going to be yeah, all dude. about the bubble. Yeah. Uh, by the way, would you just, liked, I looked up the stat. Jermichael Green yeah. is 51.9% from three in the bubble, dude. <laughs> he is it's amazing. lights out. I love him so much. Now, obviously, you want to win every game, right, in the bubble, obviously. I wanted to go sure. 8-0. Sure. We ain't going eight. No, the best we can possibly be in the seeding round is five and three. Yeah, BD. Did the loss last game where they just absolutely, the Nets just emasculated us in that first Oof. quarter where they scored 45 points. Now, look, we didn't have Pat. We didn't have Trez. We didn't have Paul George. And it was a bummer. But. That moment where we go in at the end of the first, we're down 21. At the end of the second, we're down 11. To start the second half in the third quarter, not only do the Clippers go on an 11-0 run to tie it, but literally Kawhi Leonard single-handedly goes on an 11-0 run. It was great. To tie it was beautiful. The ball game. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard is nuts and in that moment of him scoring 11 straight points to tie it i said holy crap this is real this is 
our guy. And he doesn't have Paul George. And he doesn't have Montrezl Harrell. And he doesn't have Pat Beverly. And look what he just accomplished. Then, of course, they double-teamed, triple-teamed every time he touched the ball. And we did lose that game. And we were playing catch-up the entire game. But did, did that loss bum you out? Or were you okay knowing we didn't have the pieces and seeing that Kawhi brilliance moment make it all right in a losing effort? Uh, look, man, uh, th- here's the thing. You, you, you started a sentence that answered your own question, and then you created the question by using the conjunction but. Um, you said we didn't have Pat, we didn't have Trez, we didn't have Paul George. Um, I would challenge you to remind me of a team that won a championship um, other than maybe Detroit, uh, a, a Detroit that, where a team won a championship with one or zero all-stars on the team. Well, I mean, um, the funny I mean, thing and, is and the, I, and so, the entire and so, yes, Detroit lineup, except for Ben Wallace, became all-stars. It became like the next it. Season. Became yeah. it. Became it. Um, and maybe the Spurs, maybe when they just had Tim Duncan. But my point is. I like how you said became it, became it, became it. Because I don't know if you know this. Chris Kamen's middle name was became it. It was yeah. Christopher Bacamon. Christopher Bacamon Kamen. Yeah, he, old cold soup you're talking about. Um, but man, look, we, you, what you're. I don't have time to is, heat up a soup. I just eat it right out of the can cold. We're talking about Kawhi Leonard doing his best to will the team to victory with skill. I believe right. that that is what he is. I believe that he's you know a cold assassin and he's a he's a technician. But. Um, Look, I cheered for I cheered for the Lakers through that first three Pete, and I'm probably probably just got some people are going to really hate on me for saying that. Uh, but well, but you're I think if you pulled I think if you I think if you pulled Shaq or, or Kobe out of there, you might have had some trouble. And the truth yeah. is the truth is that Absolutely. what the three guys you just two two of the three guys you just listed are our two greatest heart players, and the other one is our second All Star, Paul George. Sure. So yeah, so no, I didn't take it. Look, it was one of those frustrating games, and we've had a couple of them in the bubble where it's like we're down and we get up to a tie, and then we fall back and we struggle, 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 and we get up to a tie. Maybe we get one point ahead. We've had a couple of those, uh, but no, I, I like the. It's really tough when the t- a team comes out shooting as hot as they shot in the first quarter. Uh, it's tough to keep up with them, and I couldn't believe it when we cut the lead in half. But without those guys. It was we were just only going to go so far. P.S. Especially in a game that ultimately didn't matter, it just didn't matter. It didn't matter, and I do think that because we've got, look, a game tonight, Wednesday night, day off Thursday, a game Friday night, day off Saturday, day off Sunday, guaranteed. Okay, so we only have what is that? Two games in five days. We're going to get lots of rest. We're going to get lots of stocked lake trout fishing. These guys are going to be healthy. I don't think you're going to see lots of minute restrictions on anybody in this game tonight versus Denver Nuggets. Well, buddy, wait uh, a second. Wait a second. Win, also, everybody's every, other than Trez. Trez is not there. No Everyone else will. <laughs> no distractions. There's no club to go to. There's no. I bar. don't want the families to join them for the playoffs. Who are they going to? Anything. Ew. Yeah, supposedly, when they eliminate a lot of teams, they're considering letting. Some plus ones in, which I think is a no. horrible oh, nightmare uh, idea. It's nightmare. A nightmare. Idea. That is a mistake. Let these man. guys finally have the focus that is so hard to acquire. That's again why 
Anyone who says, oh, it's an asterisk. I'm like, are you not paying attention? Dude. All these guys have is, is basketball. There's no baby mama drama. There's uh. no managers hitting them up. And there's no people saying, oh, uh, yeah, can you just look? I just need to borrow $150,000. <laughs> like, none of these things are happening. Chris. They're just playing basketball and having the time of their lives. And they're Chris. bored out of their minds. Buddy, every time I go on location... Every time I go on location, I think, oh, what if I had my wife and kids come out and meet me? We could turn it into a free vacation. We got a free hotel room. They could stay in the hotel room. They could play at the pool while I go shoot. Every time I think that, I immediately think, what a huge mistake. Like, we have high pressure jobs. And listen, I'm not saying that actors are heroes or we're like doctors or police or military or anything else. More important because we can play them. We can play all of those things you just mentioned. But it is a high pressure job situation you sure, have absolutely. to crush your job it's not it's not some job where like you can come in and kind of have a rough day you have a rough day and you sh- can screw you up get a- replaced please hear this please hear this fans it c- there is no commercial shoot out there that is made for television that is less than a million dollar a day budget and when you're the only actor in it or a tv show you're the only actor in it it's, it's high pressure and the last thing i would want to do is have my wife have a rough night of sleep or my kids start throwing up or some crazy thing and then screw up my job. And my job doesn't pay me $30 million a year and lead to a championship that my entire career is leading up to. I bet you that Leonardo DiCaprio had not won an Oscar and was going off to shoot his Oscar winning movie. He wouldn't want to bring his boys to hang out in the hotel room with them. Dude, Maybe bro, would. I take and it back. most excellent. That may be a bad, Dude, bad no, call. but literally, he won the Oscar for The Revenant, not the movie starring me, The Revenant, but another Revenant. Regardless, Leo Deal won the Oscar for The Revenant because they went out into the middle of nowhere in the woods in the muck no and, distractions. and shot that movie, and there was zero distractions. He didn't have his husband, Toby Maguire, gnawing at him every night. You know, he could just do his thing and focus on his craft. Uh oh, yeah. I, let the I don't like this. I don't one. like bringing people into the bubble, but I will say this i like the clippers mental toughness i don't think the clippers rely on home cooking i think the clippers are a team that does not get rattled i think that we started seeing last playoffs before we got Kawhi and pg i think we started to see a team that could be down a lot or could have a trade thrown at them that makes people uh, think you, that their season you're talking, is You're talking over. about the biggest comeback in NBA playoffs history. Yes, I am. But I'm also talking. But I'm also. That. But wait a second. I'm also talking about a comeback season where a lot of people said, "Well, I guess that's it. It's time for the Clippers to tank and try to get a good pick next year." And Doc Rivers said, "Oh, well, wrong. No, sir. Nope, I mean that. Nope. That's a comeback season." And I think that, that is, we are Balm, a team. Balmer doesn't want to. Balmer doesn't want to own a bunch of losers. Clearly, no. And he I don't think that we're a team. It. I think that we're the kind of team that if we had, they, they had their families around them, it would be fine. I think it would be sure. fine. But my preference would be that they just keep playing basketball and leave the distractions out. So of here's it. the thing: when you win the Super Bowl, they always say, "Where are you going?" I'm going to Disney World. So when these guys win the NBA championships, where are you going? The f- out of Disney World, that's for sure. <laughs> Chris, I hope you're gonna. Sorry, bleep I that. had to. I absolutely that. have to. You're gonna bleep, bleep that it. one. You that's around that. you, 38 minutes and 15 seconds in, but come on, I had to. It was a pretty good joke, right? Now let me ask you this: <laughs> Speaking of the bubble, yeah. what do you think yeah. about the fact that the NBA is going to name an MVP and an All Bubble team for the seeding games? What do you think about that? 
So they're going to have the regular season MVP, We're which they a, just it was seeding. They games. just had their. They just announced their NBA. They just announced the nominees or whatever: LeBron James, James Harden, and the Greek Freak Giannis. Right? Okay, so those are the three. Solid. Those are solid, by the nominees. way. Nominees. Sixth man of the year, three nominees. I don't know who the third guy is, but I do know that the two guys that we love are in there again, Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams. So you're telling me they're also going to do an ancillary, a secondary Devin Booker award so they can give Devin Booker <laughs> the bubble MVP? Hey, that And then they're going to do an all-bubble team? Yeah. Hey, I like may, it. I, I yeah. absolutely like it. I mean, I love whatever. It. I'm into yeah, it because whatever. like, I, I, I like this, this thing is a once in a lifetime freakish occurrence that the NBA has so deftly handled and once again shown how they are the pride and the crowned jewel of professional sports. They just do it better, folks. That's why it's such a global sport, because once other countries found out about NBA basketball, they were like, yeah, das is good, yeah? So, yeah, it's the best. And the bubble is working out great. And knock on wood, no one has got COVID, brought it in. No one has tainted this wonderful experiment, and it's working, and it's going to work. And it's it's been fantastic. Like I said many times on this show tonight, I prefer bubble basketball. So we've got Denver Nuggets tonight. Oklahoma City Thunder Friday, and then the playoffs begin on Monday. We don't know the schedule. We don't know who we're playing. It's most likely the Dallas Mavericks, and I can't flipping wait. Call it. It Call is it. happening. Call the record for the next happening. two games. Uh, I wins? think we win tonight. I think we win tonight versus the Nuggets. And then I really do think it's going to be this mathematical thing for Oklahoma City Thunder, where they literally like have to win or don't want to win or something wonky, and then the Clippers just play the bench guys. We put our regular guys in for just a handful of minutes just for semantics, or maybe not at all, honestly, and just let the young guys flex out there because it won't matter. But if we do lose versus the Denver Nuggets, which we're not going to, we got to win, man. We got to win. We got to win one of these games. So yeah, I like us mental. 2 and 0 because we're probably going to win versus we're going to win versus Denver and then the bench is going to just be those unlikely lovable heroes like they were versus Portland and show up with another W. So I think we went out very least very worst we do is 1 and 1, but regardless, it's been fun. I can't wait. We are locked in at either the two or the three, no matter what. We are looking good. We are looking great. We're everybody's favorites. We are no longer under the radar. We are literally yeah, listen. Now, if the radar stop is your, if you'll squarely stop your stream of consciousness, If you'll stop your stream of consciousness for one second, I'd like to yeah. answer my question. Well, let's go back to the commercial I think it's set opposite. talk about your kids lapping around the pool for a million dollar a day <laughs> set on a commercial show. It's an op- anyway. It's the opposite. I think it's the opposite. I think that if I think that if we don't win them both, it's because we lose tonight. But then we 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 get Montrez back on Friday, and things go haywire. But I will tell you this. We need to win one or both of these games because I do really think that we've had a lot of stumbles in this season. I mean, look, we both know the truth is that we it was most of the season we did not it wasn't until the very end of the season that we lost back-to-back games or we never lost back-to-back yeah. games. Yeah, once, we, like we did it once or something. Right near Twice, the near the know. end. But I right. still think there is something to be said about momentum, and I would really love to see us put together these two big win, wins to end the season, even if they don't matter. Not at the point of wearing people out. Um, but I would really love to see us win both. I could see the opposite of what you just said, but I'm not taking into account the idea of 
maybe it doesn't matter math, ma- mathematically, or maybe maybe the Thunder want to lose. Well, this Who guy knows? blew my mind when he said the Denver Nuggets want to play the Utah Jazz. I never even considered that because I just don't give a rat's crap about the Denver Nuggets or the Utah Jazz. I don't think about them. I only think about my sweet sweets, my Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, so when sweetest. he said, dude, the Nuggets want to play the Jazz, I was like, huh? Head scratch. And here I am looking at this wonderful NBA.com slash standings where they have these green balls for W's and and red balls for L's. And they've lined up the seeding games for its own thing in the standings. It's really wonderful to look at. Merry Christmas from the NBA. So I'm looking at the Jazz and they are a bunch of bums losing four, excuse me, five out of their last six. So yes, Denver wants to play the Utah Jazz because they think they can waltz right through that then they gotta put their big boy pants on because all of a sudden here comes Kawhi Leonard Paul George Montrez Harrell Lou Williams Pat Beverly Marcus Morris Education Reform Jr. Evita Zubats Landry Gosh Charnett Shamit Joe Kim Noah J. Mike Jamichael Green and who I have slept on in the Clipper Man Crush confessionals Patrick Paddington Patterson. You love him and you never talk about him. Paddington. I love him the most. And every time I watch him on the court and he hits an improbable three or gets knocked down dirty and hits the hits the dirty two, gets three the hard way with his with his handsome beard and his and his just brown teddy bear eyes. My God. And I, I, I've, on, I've been on Instagram. I've seen his wedding photos. And I'll tell you lovely. something. His wife, is, his wife is beautiful, but he's the real catch, if you ask me, because he's my clipper crush. What am I talking about, Paul George? This is my clipper crush. I'm a liar and a cheat. It's Pat Patterson. That's my clipper crush. He's got so many pats. He's got the most pats of anybody. I'm ready for things to get simpler. First of that. all, I'm, I'm ready to, first of all, for things to get simpler on this clip cast and stop hearing you argue with yourself over which Clippers basketball player you're more attracted I did, to sexually. I did like when I asked you but a I, question and <laughs> answered the question for you and then re-asked the question thinking that maybe you'll give me a different answer than the <laughs> obvious answer, which <laughs> I inserted into the question. I like you, that. You were hoping that I would give a different answer than the answer you didn't let me give the first time. You literally just described our 20-year friendship. <laughs> But, but the reason that I want things to get simpler is not just because I want you to stop talking about which NBA player you're more attracted to. It's because I'm really <laughs> ready. I'm really ready to get to the point where we're in the postseason where you're not yes. trying to figure out who might like to lose so they get their best matchup. Don't you remember? Don't you remember that season? That se- It was the season that I won the free Utah Jazz season tickets for getting on the Jumbotron. It was the season that Dunleavy yeah. let – like. There, the big rumor was that we tanked to get a better, more favorable postseason matchup. But here's the thing. Yep. In about three more days, there's only one thing that matters, and that's winning. And that is what I'm excited to get to, is win, win, win. And win in as Two few games more as possible. Games, win, lose, or draw. And then all that matters is those 16 Ws. Those Woo! 16 games are the Woo! only ones that matter. And Can't we are wait. going to... We are going to overanalyze and overdramatize each one of those 16 Ws for the rest of our lives and certainly the rest of this, the longest-running Clippers podcast in the history of sports, folks. The longest-running Clippers podcast ever. And we will talk about it forever, and I can't wait. And I guess, sadly, not to burst your bubble, Hank, but it oh, no time to sadly sound the horn. I'm so sad to let you go because, you know— you're my clipper crush, Hank. <laughs> having a, having a, 
Is he my? Are you my Clipper crush? I'm not sure, Hank. Are you? Are you? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's- I'll tell you what. Every time you toot toot your damn horn, it's like a Dutch oven or crapping in the bed. I just you you become less of a Clipper crush with your damn toot toots. I'll tell you that much. Well, they are pretty great. Toot toot. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. Pat Patterson would never toot toot. Never toot toot his own Pat horn. <laughs> he might. Yeah, he's pretty. He's he got may. a. He's got a lot of self confidence. All right, Hank. Well, let's go Clippers tonight versus Denver. Let's lock in that W and lock in that two seed. And then how fun we get to close it out. The eight seeding games, the regular season in the bubble versus our old pals, Chris Paul, CP3, Danilo Gallinari. One day you's going to be a real boy. And then Shea Slink, Gilgis, Sean Alexander, whatever his name is. I can't wait for these final two to get in the rear view so we get to next week and Clipper playoff basketball. I always say this every year we make the playoffs, and we've made it like eight out of nine or whatever it is. It We're such a long-suffering fan base that every moment in the playoffs is a gift, more special to us than any other franchise. So every day in the playoff bubble is going to be a beautiful gift, and why not get it now when we all need a couple of presents, especially in this wonky uncertain times that we're living in so it's been great and i can't wait to talk to you next week when it's playoff cast baby. now do playoff we know cast. yet we don't know yet if we are going to be watching we don't know yet if you're gonna be watching clippers playoff basketball on your birthday do we we don't know yet no we don't and also should we talk about before i let you go when are we hot micing next no let's talk we about that later hot mike we're, we're we have to our... hot mic playoff game number one. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But dude, this is like this is already a very long clip cast. But I I would suggest just to finish that thought that if there is Clippers basketball on your birthday, we should watch that game, get hammered, and then clip do a drunk cast. Have you ever done a sip cast? Oh, sure. Oh, I, I we once did a clip cast at Mike Jaglin's house where I almost like where his wife wanted to fist fight me because I disparaged. That blonde horse lady uh, who called the games, like who uh, did that? Oh, come on, she's great. Stuff. Let's not do this again. She's nice. Hey, oh, Tracy. So, first of all, you say she's nice. Every time she spoke, you would be in section 205 going, no, <laughs> never. Put her out to stud. Anyway, <laughs> Jag was so wasted, I, I literally couldn't publish the episode. I was like, this, I can't. <laughs> I can't You're do, it. do it. I can't do uh, it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to so, be slurred. There was cast. one game. There was one game you and I went to where I had had, um, to be to be perfectly honest, I'd come from a, a, a wake for a friend, and I had I'd won yes. too many three too many beers Heavy. at the game, and halfway through the clip cast, we took a commercial break. I was like, "Hey man, can you tell that I'm kind of drunk?" And you're like, "No, it's fine." And I listened, and I was like, "Oh, oh, you can tell I'm wasted." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I would. Not, I wouldn't kept, want to do that. You kept as a sport. singing Irish drinking songs. <laughs> oh, daddy boy, the clips. You can tell because I just kept burping directly into the into the uh, microphone. Into the microphone. Uh, sure, well, sure. I hope we're watching Clippers basketball on your birthday. You, you've so never gotten to watch Clippers basketball on your birthday. I have. No, I haven't, and that's a week from Saturday, August twenty second is my birthday. And before I let you go, Hank. There's a big announcement for my movie, uh, the starring role in the babysitter Killer Queen coming to Netflix. They always said it's going to come out October because it's a horror movie for Halloween, but it's just tracking so well. And everyone's in this 
damn personal bubble and we've watched everything. We've exhausted all of Netflix's options. So they're actually releasing Babysitter Killer Queen starring Clipcast's own Chris Wilde on September 10th. September 10th. It's just weeks away, folks. Weeks away and you're going to love every minute. Can I get an invite to the premiere? You doing a premiere? Can I walk the red carpet? It sounds fun. I don't I don't <laughs> think they're going to have those things, Hank. I, I'm going to try for my birthday party, though, to get a projector. Oh, we do you can, think they'll give you? We can do a screening in the backyard. Yes, I want to. The Babysitter 1 was awesome. And I'm not just saying that because you're my best friend and my best man. I, I really, I watched that movie thinking, oh, here we go. And I had a blast. I can't wait for the It was the a sequel, great movie. It was a lot of you. fun. And this- the sequel has got a lot more me and just a little behind-the-scenes tale, folks. I shot a lot of my scenes at my house, which was um, Danny Glover, Sergeant Murtaugh's house from Lethal Weapon, which I think is pretty sharp. Nailed oh, I thought it was both. pretty sharp. Remember, when, remember when he kills the bad guys with the nail gun? He said, nailed them both. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Buddy, you also stayed in my guest house during the whole show. That's shooting, what I'm saying. We shot the everything in the cabin and everything in the house is in the Burbank Warner Brothers ranch lot. And I literally lived in Burbank Hank's guest house where he records Clipcast. So that's a little fun BTS behind the scenes. Like the majority of my moments in that movie, I literally walked to set from Burbank Hank's guest house. It was, I had a blast and I appreciate you for for letting me do that. Much like, much like what we were talking about earlier. No distractions. No, I I came home. I came home late one day. And I was supposed yeah. to pick you up, and instead you walked home. I remember that. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. No distractions. And you and I sipped a couple beers, and we just, like, sipped some whiskey like gentlemen. And then I learned my lines and went to bed. <laughs> learned my lines. Who am I kidding? I made them up on the spot. But regardless, I had no distractions. I had my best friend with me. It was awesome. And you can tell in my performance how much fun I was having off off camera as well as on camera. Thanks to you. I appreciate you, man. Oh, buddy, I love you. This has been a blast, and I can't wait to see how things turn out over the next couple of days. Uh, and you know we'll what I want to do right now, fast. Hank? We'll definitely do you a clipcast. We'll definitely do a clipcast between Friday night's game and the the, the uh, beginning of the playoffs. Ob, we'll do yes, a preview. Yes, playoff preview, especially when we know who we're playing and what the schedule is. But before I let you go, and I've said that many times, I want in my my special way of thanking you is I'd like to toot your Hank horn, if you will. Toot, toot. Oh, God. It's and just here's my, horrible. And here's my it gift to horrible. you. Horrible. And here's my gift to you. <laughs> Dang. Dang.